everyone to page eight and thank you so much for listening and today we are heading over to Neville Arena to get a season preview with Coach Pearl. So, so far what have you seen practice been like with the team? Practices have been, have been good. Um, the thing that you uh, get concerned about a little bit is because we had 10 extra practices this summer and 10 days in Israel, we, we were slightly ahead of the game. Um, I think right now the guys are bored stiff. As we get a week and a half before our first private exhibition contest on the, on the 23rd, of, they're just dying to play somebody else. Yeah. And so it's been you know, a little challenging to kind of get them excited about being in practice every day, working on their game, getting better. They're, 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 they're ready to play. Um, you've got new transfers and then your old transfer from last year kind of settling in. How do you build chemistry and how are they all settling in? You know, the, the key I think is to recruit the kind of people that they're going to want to be around. Um, we all make friend choices and in recruiting I sometimes have to make some friend choices for my players and so one thing I promise them is we're going to bring in good guys. We're going to bring in guys that want to work, want to train, want to win championships, guys that are selfish, guys that are going to want to be, you know, somebody you might, you know, want to be friends with for, for the rest of your life. And so, you know, character matters. And uh, and even if it's, again, not, it's not supposed to be their character, supposed to be flawless or perfect, or it's do they want to grow? Do they want to become Auburn men and women? Well, you know, I guess Auburn men and women, right? And if they want to become an Auburn man and understand what it's all about, then let's go on that journey together and surround you with a bunch of other guys that want to go on the same journey with you. That's how you get closer. You become, you get to know each other first, you become friends, and then you become brothers. And that's the that's the journey we're on. So who have you seen the emergence of the leader on this team? I think guys tend to lead with their actions more than they will lead with what they say. You know, who I would say like one of our leaders would be that Wendell Green. And Wendell Green would be one of our leaders because he's probably worked as hard or harder than anybody. He's in here getting shots. He's doing the job in the weight room. He's taking care of his body. He's getting his rest and his rehab. Um, so for example, I would point to his work ethic and his commitment and the consistency and say, you know, Wendell will be one of our leaders. I think leaders, I don't think coaches decide. I think the players as a team has got to decide. My job is to sit back and so let it happen. Um, leadership can be overrated in the sense that you need more you need more Indians than you need chiefs. You need, you need more guys that are willing to follow than to lead. And people in our society have this misconception that if they can't lead, somehow they can't be successful. And that is just absolutely incorrect. We need more great people that are out there executing the work instead of leading the work. And kind of going off that leadership and maybe like a coaching perspective as well, what did you see after coming off of maybe like an unexpected note of the finish of last season coming into this season? Um, you know, postseason is, is, is always, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a different year. It's a different season, postseason. Um, historically, historically, my teams that have won postseason championships 
have either slightly underperformed in the regular season or even in some ways underachieved. In 1995, when I won the national championship in Southern Indiana, my team finished third in the league. We won the national championship. Now, the two other teams that were in that league were ranked in the top five in the country, so there was no there was no embarrassment by finishing third to two teams that were in the top five in the country. But we won, got to the final four. We did, we finished fifth in the league. When we won two regular season championships, one in eighteen and one in twenty twenty. We lost in the first round of the SEC tournament. The regular season is a grind. And unless you win a championship, and, and, and so in trying to win that championship last year, man, we, 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 we grinded. And so at the end of the year, we were tired. Whereas if we had finished third or fourth or fifth, we wouldn't be tired. We'd be hungry. We'd be disappointed. We'd be all right. Fresh, new. That's why regular season championships to coaches are almost more special than, than postseason championships. I like both. <laughs> a win's a win. Um, also coming off of that, what kind of specific changes for growth are you hoping to make coming off of that into this season? Well, we don't have Walker and Jabari at the rim yeah. to, to, to clean out all of our mess. Mm -hmm. And so guys are going to have to guard better. We're going to have to get chase 50-50 balls down, loose balls down. We're going to have to make more shots and uh, be, a better, be an even better offensive rebounding team, be a better rebounding team. We're going to have to make some more plays. We're going to have to create some offense from our defense. How do you see that in these new um, people? All to be determined. Okay. <laughs> just, just all to be determined. One of the things that I think that fans or writers um, – people that cover the sport would be surprised to hear is how little we know before we start playing. We have an idea, but until we get out there and get exposed, and we'll get exposed early, we don't know what we have, so we don't, we don't know exactly where we're going. And then, you know, we just gotta keep on getting better, so. I know it's coach speak, but it's really true, really true. We've all kind of come from a studio perspective. We, we spend time out there on the floor, um, outside the media. Um, how do you build this community with your team? But in addition, like with the students, you know, you're on the concourse, you're out when everybody's yeah. playing. How do, you, how do you grow that? You know, you just, I think, I think that you support the people that you know. It's hard to support somebody you don't know. And so we can't do anything without support. So we, we support others. We get to know our fans. We get to make sure that our fans know how much we appreciate them and how much they are part of our championships and uh, creating the, the greatest home court advantage in college basketball at Neville Arena. The, the jungle being so much fun and our players being part of the jungle as, as fans of the volleyball team and the football team, the women's basketball team and the soccer team. Our kids are in the jungle. And when it's time for us to be playing, the jungle is loud and proud. And um, look, winning helps. I mean, it does. It helps. But I got to tell you, I am so proud of our student body. You know, after after five home football games, our football team was three and two with tough losses to LSU and Penn State. You couldn't tell by the 
number of students, by the intensity of the support, by the way they cheered and stayed on their feet the entire time, whether we're five and zero, zero and five, or three and two. And I'm just so proud of our of our student body for that. It's it's easy when when everybody's winning. It's not easy, and that's where the Auburn men and women come in. That character, that's where it comes in. And so I'm I'm proud to be a part of that. And kind of going off of that too, um, specifically last year before the Kentucky game here, when people were out there for 24 hours, what was that like going into that game and seeing that they were out there? Well, if you remember, the night before we played Kentucky was the was one of the coldest nights mm -hmm. of the year. You guys, you guys remember? And I was I was really worried about it. Um, so you remember we brought food out. Yeah. But then I called so many of my friends and. Uh, probably broke a bunch of rules doing it, but saying, hey, could you guys go bring some blankets and some tents and some hand warmers and food? Are you, what happened at the end of the night, there was more food than a drink that anybody could have possibly <laughs> consumed because the because the community kind of treated like it was disaster relief, right? Like there had been a hurricane on campus. And I, get, I thought that was so, because we were worried about you. You know, and then what time could we open up the doors and you know, could we get, you know, so could we get some heaters? So, like, one of the things I, I believe could be a fun project for outside space out front of Neville Arena would be, I just think, like, especially right now with the weather being as good, right? And we should be doing, in my mind, could we create an outdoor space for concerts, for Picnics, parties, gatherings, uh, sleepovers. Just, just, just. You know, let's. Why, why go sleep over when it's ten degrees? Why not? Like when it's going to be a beautiful fall night. Just let's just go camp out. Yeah. Let's cook outside. Let's let's just have a fall festival October, and that space could be really kind of. So then, therefore, when we do have an opportunity to. Camp out. So, anyways, I'd love to. I'd love to see that. Maybe, I, maybe I'd be willing to even donate some some of my hard earned money to create that space if they let us. And we call it Jungleville. <laughs> and so, Chris, what what is your goal behind all these great ideas you have for the community and just getting outside the basketball team, the basketball coach? Yeah. What's your reason for all the extra things you do? My relationship with God. Period. The more you do, the more you do, the more you realize you're not doing enough. You know, I'm just not doing enough. And I try to do more, so I mean, I get emotional about it because I'm like just so blessed. But, you know, who's going to raise money for, you know, for people that are fighting cancer that need, you know, need a paycheck or need to get their, they can't afford the drugs because they can't afford the copay. And that's what, that's what a community does. That's what we have to do. So, uh, I do spend a lot of time away from basketball, and so one of the things I even tell my coaches and my players is, you know, I can't forget about my day job. So does it put more pressure on my coaches to do a better job recruiting when I'm out there doing these things? I just feel like that's what God's calling me to do. It does not make me a better person. It doesn't make me a good guy. Um, it just makes me a humble, a humble servant um, that... Uh, and then in some ways, if it, 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 I do believe, I, I do believe that God does all of his miracles 
through people. And you look at the people that God's chosen over the years to do his work. He still trusts us amid all of our failings and weaknesses. And I think that's what Auburn is all about. I think if we can come to Auburn and we can be his angels uh, and do his work, then I just think that's going to be glorified. Well, I think you've done a great job here with the community and the team. I mean, as soon as I've been, we've seen it. Um, no matter what happens with the basketball season, we're here for it. And yeah. I think that's one of the other sports, too. Um, Soccer and everything. Isn't it great? Like soccer and our volleyball team. And the other thing, too, is that you do see. I do think you see the kids appreciate it. I think you oh, see yeah. the student athletes appreciate it. Like our volleyball team had never really had much support. Now, look, they, they played hard, but they weren't having very much success. It's hard to come to match after match when you're not having some level of success. They're winning now. It's more fun. And, and the students are coming out like crazy. Yeah. And it's great. Hope you have a successful season. Yeah, thanks. Thank you so much yeah, for joining us today. Thank you. And that is going to wrap it up for today. Thanks again so much for listening, and make sure to check out our Instagram and our Twitter at The Plainsman, and we will see you next week. Mm-hmm.